Welcome to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast, where I help entrepreneurs go from scattered to streamlined in their creative businesses. I'm your host, Dolly DeLong, a wife, a mom, and a photographer turned systems educator. Join me every week as we have conversations centered around creating tactical workflows and automations in your business. Now, let's make some strategic workflow magic. Hi, and welcome back to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast, friends. I'm so excited you're here. And as a reminder to everyone who may be new to this podcast, we are in the middle of our Lead Magnet series, where I'm walking you through some systems and workflows of how to get started with Lead Magnets, because it can directly impact how you grow your email list. So, If you are, again, joining us, please give episode 15 a listen because last week we had Megan Ward on the podcast and she spoke about lead magnets to grow your email list. And while she was on that episode, she mentioned a landing page for one of her most popular lead magnets that converted at 60%. So I thought it would be a great idea to have Megan back on the show again this week to dig into landing pages that are conversion focused to ultimately build and grow our email list. But first, before we get to the heart of this topic, since Megan was on last week's episode and you may or may not already be familiar with her, um, Megan, do you mind sharing just a little bit about yourself for those of you who, for, for the audience members who may not know who you are? Yes. Well, first of all, Dolly, I'm honored to be back on the podcast again this week. Thank you for having me. And as Dolly already shared, my name is Megan Ward, and I am an email marketing strategist and educator, and I teach fellow entrepreneurs the strategy behind their email list for building connection with your audience the moment that they hit that subscribe button. Yeah. And you all, I'm actually a part of, I'm doing a little plug for you, Megan. I'm a part of your email newsletter. And I actually open up all of your emails and I read them from start to finish. And you are really good at keeping your audience engaged. I'm just letting you know. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So last week, last week we dove into lead magnets. You shared so much information with the audience about lead magnets and how to use them to grow your email list. And again, if you are listening to this episode, you can either finish this episode and then go back and listen or start last week and then listen to this episode. Either way, listen to Megan. And just going back to our conversation about using lead magnets to grow in your email list. I remember you, Megan, specifically mentioning that the one lead magnet that grew your email list by 78%, like 78% people in less than one month had a landing page that converted at over 60%. Isn't that wild? But yes, that's exactly right. 78% is how much my email list grew, but it was that landing page that converted at over 60%. That is just wild and crazy and incredible. Like I, I want to hear all spill the tea just spill all the tea for us please yeah yeah okay so for those that listened on last week's episode about lead magnets I shared that 
the industry standard for landing page conversion rates was 10% on a really good day. And it's typically less than that per industry statistics. It's actually 2.35%. And that's that's not really an av- I mean, that is an average, but it's not the lowest percentage, which obviously would be zero. <laughs> and um, n- please know that a lot of landing pages do much better than that 2.35%, but it just gives us a nice little baseline to go off of. And I hope that I didn't inadvertently unlock a new concern as a business owner who's trying to build your email list, but today we're going to fix that. So no need to be overly concerned. We're going to give you the tools that you need to create landing pages that convert well, much higher than that 2.35%. Yeah. And I am ready and I'm ready to take notes. Like, you know, I'm probably going to be typing in this Google doc, which you see that we're both sharing right now. And I know many people listening also will be, are thrilled to hear all the tips and advice from you, Megan. Yeah. Well, we can just dive in. My very first piece of advice is to have your sign-up form above the fold. And above the fold simply means that they can see the form without scrolling. So as soon as they land on your landing page, it is right there in their view. They should also see a headline and maybe an image at the same time they see the form. But definitely that sign-up form should be seen quickly with the headline to help them make their decision to sign up faster. Megan, I'm sure you're going to cover this in like several other points, but do you mind like breaking down what above the fold means even more? Like, can we like get deeper about that term? Because I feel like with you and me, like with online educators, with creative business owners who do educate others online, like we all know these terms above the fold and headlines that convert, but Do you mind like breaking that term down a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. And our dear friend Emily Conley would be very proud of me for knowing these facts. But think about um, newspapers, which, by the way, there's a few people that still actually get paper newspapers. But uh, you think about when you had that, the newspaper was folded in half and you always Mm -hmm. saw those main headlines right there which was above the fold on the newspaper. So if you had an article above the fold, that was a really big deal. So that's kind of the history of where that comes from, above the fold. Do you want to, that to be the very first thing that is seen? Well, thank you so much. That was a really, really good example. And yeah, I, that's so weird to think a lot of people don't get newspapers anymore. We get a local community newspaper where we live, but it's just so rare to get newspapers Well, that's but that's really fun. A lot of community. I think more communities should do that, especially you know. As- <laughs> I love it personally. It's yeah, it back to my childhood. So okay, so you had mentioned putting the form above the fold, and you mentioned a headline. Um, are there okay? First of all, I have two questions for you about that. When you say form, what do you mean by form? I know exactly what you mean by form, but I'm just like. I'm, I'm speaking for my audience right now. What do you mean by form? And then do you have any specific tips for the headline that you put above the fold? Absolutely. So the form is the sign-up form where they are going to type in their email address and maybe their name if you're collecting first name and email address. So the form is just that. It's where they type in their email their email address and hit the button subscribe. So that's what I mean when I say the form. 
Um, so thank you for having me clarify that. I sometimes get ahead of myself and forget like I'm so far in <laughs> email marketing yeah. that there might be somebody that's like, wait, wait, what do I put above the fold? Um, but yeah, so the second thing is to have a very bold, clear headline, something that is quick and to the point of what the heck this offer is, this freebie, this download, whatever the thing is that you're exchanging for that email address. So whatever it is that you're providing, it should be easy for the person landing on your page to understand. If you have nothing else on your landing page, have these two things. You're a bold, clear headline and that sign up form because they're without a doubt the most important. Now, obviously, you can have other things on your page and I recommend that. But to get started, all you need is that bold headline in that sign up form. And that's exactly what you're going to see if you go look inside your own email marketing provider at the template landing pages that they have available, like Flowdesk or ConvertKit. The templates seem very basic and simple for that very reason. Those templates don't have to have much more than that. Just the form and the bold headline is really all that's needed to convey what it is that you are giving to them in exchange for that email address. Okay, so this is this is great information. And so we've got our form above the fold and a very bold, clear headline that communicates what they will get. So for those of you who are taking notes, because I know I get messages in my DMs every week on Instagram saying, I'm taking notes through your podcast. That's great. So as you're taking notes, start writing out what else is important for the landing page. So yes, an image of some type is always helpful. Um, people by nature are visual and seeing something, even if it's just a very simple mock-up of an iPad or an iPhone or just a mock-up of the first page of your download, it just helps the brain more quickly see what they're getting. So you can throw one of these together super quick inside Canva and make sure, here's a little hint, make sure and listen to the end of this episode and I'll share with you a fun little gift that I have for you that can help with this. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait for you to share that gift. It's going to be really helpful. And yeah, I'm going to second your point on that. You have to help the potential subscriber actually start visualizing what they're going to get from you. So even if it's a lead magnet, we are talking about lead magnets, even though this lead magnet may be in digital product form, it may be a PDF or it may be a, I don't know, a quick checklist. It's really important that you can help people visualize how they're going to use it in their day-to-day -day life. So Megan is exactly right. Like put some sort of mock-up and you can easily create this within Canva and Canva is free. It's yes. like, I'm not a big designer by any means or stretch, but Canva makes me feel like I am. Which yes. I appreciate. All of us. Yes. <laughs> so um, definitely, definitely go and check out Canva. I'll, I'll link Canva in the show notes so you can check that out as well. Okay, so Megan, you you brought up the point of creating visuals to help people start just envisioning themselves using this lead magnet to help them. Um, but what are things that we should avoid when we're creating our landing page to communicate this lead magnet? Like what are what are some tips you have for us? 
Okay, so definitely avoid paragraph text. The average amount of time that somebody is on your landing page is just mere seconds. So you don't have a lot of time to win them over and convert them to a subscriber. This means they're not going to read your beautifully written paragraph that you spent so much time on. It's just a simple truth. People are busy and if they want more information and you have more information that you want to include about that lead magnet, just put it in bullet points and put it below the fold so it's easy for somebody to skim over. So if they do want to keep scrolling on the page, that is where you would want those bullet points and that extra information to be. And while I'm on the topic of these important um, tips, I also highly recommend Dolly to design your landing page for mobile first, then go design desktop because just make the mobile a priority. Because most people that land on your page are coming from social media. They might be coming from an ad if you're running ads or maybe a link in someone's podcast show notes, meaning that they are on their phone and they're wanting to grab your thing quickly. So making that mobile design of the landing page very user-friendly and quick to the point is going to get you a much higher conversion rate on that landing page. Oh my goodness, that is such a good reminder. I'm even... I'm going to jot down notes for that because I tend to edit for desktop first because, you know, we're online educators, we're on our desktops, we're creating content, um, creating those lead magnets. And so that is such a good point. Thank you so much for reminding us, including myself, to do that. So you're ready to grow that email list, but you're a little stuck on ideas for lead magnets. Am I right? I think we've all been there, so that's why I created the perfect idea list with over 20 pages of lead magnet ideas. This list is perfect for entrepreneurs in the creative field, all the way to direct sales. So grab the master lead magnet idea list for free at the link in today's show notes. Now, Megan, is there anything else that can help listeners create more conversion focused landing pages? Absolutely. So other things to keep in mind are putting any social proof that you have. For example, if anyone has used this lead magnet before and they sent you a note telling you what results they received after implementing that, you can use that on your landing page too, because social proof always helps. We love it. And testimonials are the same type of thing that you can also use. Oh, and this reminded me, Dolly, page speed. That's when it's super important. Um, I already talked to you about how people are not on your landing page very long before they start making a decision. So how quickly your landing page loads is going to make a difference too, because we are impatient. I blame TikTok. It lowered our attention spans even more than they already were, but because we're going to bounce if something is not loading within two seconds or less. Now, I'm not an expert on page speed, but there are a lot of things you can do to help increase that, such as installing a software to help optimize your images, something like Smush It, or it may be called Smush.it, or just use smaller image file sizes. Those are just a couple tips that come to mind quickly. I love it. So I, I personally host my own landing pages on my website. I use Show It, but... Where can people, besides their website, because I know you're going to share, like, utilize your website with landing pages, but where can, what are other tools that people can use to 
to host landing pages? Yeah, that's a great question. So I, like you, Dolly, I'm also a Show It user. I have all my landing pages on Show It. Um, so you can absolutely host them direct on your website, no matter what website host that you're using. Just create a new page and that will be your landing page. But you can also utilize your email marketing provider by using the templates that they have that are already provided for you. And that will create a shareable link for you to use when you're sharing about your lead magnet or your landing page. Now, another option is that you could use a third party host such as lead pages which some people swear by because it keeps all the traffic in additional pages over there instead of on your own website, which ultimately increases page load speed like we just mentioned. Now, I need to pause for just a minute because if you're concerned with having traffic go to lead pages instead of your website because of your Facebook pixel, just know you can plug in your Facebook pixel into lead pages the same way that you can for your website. So you're not going to lose out on any retargeting ad data that you might need if you run Facebook ads. No, that's such, such great advice, Megan. And uh, something I also wanted to insert for that I've been doing that's been very beneficial for me in the long term is by making sure I have my Facebook, you had mentioned this, but my Facebook pixel code on my landing page within show it you can do that on all of your individual pages mm -hmm. and if you want to take it a step further you can even put your google analytics tracking code i don't know like the correct term i feel like google analytics terms yes. <laughs> change all the time so i have put my tracking code there as well and so it lets me know just like what time of day people are landing on this landing page no pun intended yes. and how many people are coming and where they're coming from and if you want to get even detail oriented for those of you who are like wanting to take a dive deeper deeper dive dive deeper, I don't know, the, um, into tracking your Google Analytics, you can also set up UTM parameters, but I'm not going to like talk about that. But I just wanted you all to know like, landing pages, you can do a lot of powerful things with landing pages and your analytics. And you can see where people are looking and what part of the page they're converting on just what is resonating with audience members? Well, and that reminds me, Dolly, of Hotjar. Have you ever used Hotjar before for the heat maps? That is really, really helpful as well. Um, I learned about that within the last year or two, and it can be a little addictive. What you do is there's a code that you put on your um, website. Y'all can probably hear my dog uh, kind of yawning in the background too. <laughs> so who knew you had two guests on your episode this week, Dolly? <laughs> He's passionate about landing pages. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. So um, with Hotjar, you have a code that you can put into the back um, end of your website as well, just like Facebook Pixel and just like your Google Analytics ID code that we can't remember what it's called. But, and what that will do is it will kind of record when someone is on your website and you can actually see where they're clicking if they're scrolling the thing where they're and where they might getting be getting stuck. So if you have something that's not converting, then 
you can really go back and, and take a look at that and see, okay, where is it that it, they seem to be getting stuck? Is it at the very beginning? Because maybe it's the headline is not clear enough and maybe that's where you need to go do some work. So yeah, everyone, these are all amazing tips that Megan has just shared with us. And if you listening to this, if you feel overwhelmed and you're like, I don't even know where to begin, I would say take baby steps and implement one thing at a time and then test it out. Um, test it out and analyze the data every 30 or 60 days. I know that seems like a long time and we live in a very instant gratification culture and like everything is fast paced. But if you really truly want to optimize a landing page and optimize and see what's working for you, tweak one thing at a time and then you will see like how, where everything is converting. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Megan. Yes, absolutely. And I do that for some of my clients as well. And we really just watch, you know, how good something is performing. And also when you're sharing your your lead magnets, don't just share it once and not talk about it again for a few weeks. You want to be consistent with sharing about it quite often. I have a client that um, we're testing out some of old episodes on their, their, their a true crime podcast, and we're testing out some old episodes that had been taken off of their main feed and they're hosting it somewhere. And now you have to sign up for their email list to get access to those old episodes. And so what we're doing with them is we're taking lead magnets and other things that they haven't used in a while and putting them back in front of people. But what we do is we let it sit in front of them for a solid month. So a good 30, 31 days, and then go back and see how it's converting. Are people loving it or not? And what can we do to tweak that? Awesome. No, that's such great advice. So always be testing and always be optimizing and be patient in the process is what I'm hearing. And I think yes. that's great advice. All right, Megan. So I know you have a freebie you want to share with your audience. Do you mind telling us more about it? You better believe it. The email girl's not going to come with no lead magnets. <laughs> so I already mentioned this earlier. So if you've been waiting for this, thank you for listening until now. And I hope you've learned a ton. So now you can go forth and create your own conversion focused lead magnet and landing page. But I have a little Canva mock-up packet for you that you can use and make your own images and mock-up designs for your landing pages. You can go grab those at meganward.com forward slash lead magnet mockups. And I know Dolly's going to link it below, but while you're there, pay attention to my landing page. It's very simple. It's to the point. It should be very clear what you are going to see. And of course that sign up form and headline will be above the fold. And I am going to give a little shout out to you, Megan. I hope that's okay. But I do know that you have several landing page templates in your shop, correct? I do. They are built just for Show It. So if you are a Show It user, I have four um, template landing pages that are specific for Show It that are available too. And you all, they're beautiful. So I am going to unashamedly put those in the show notes as well. I get no credit or anything from this. I just want Megan's beautiful work to be seen. So Thank you all you. check it out. Thank you, Dolly. So you're amazing. Okay, so Megan, how can someone connect and work with you? Well, I'm always hanging out on Instagram at the Megan Ward, and you can also find me on LinkedIn or at meganward.com. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing so much wisdom and insight about landing pages, especially about in pertaining to lead magnets and how to advertise it on a landing page in an optimized way. You had so many good points. And for those of you who are listening, I would highly recommend you listen to this two times over and take lots of notes. And then also um, go back to the previous episode and listen to Megan's other episode talking about building out your email list with lead magnets. So it, as always, it's so good having you here, Megan. And you know this, like I tell you this all the time, you're incredible. And this will not be your last time on the podcast because you have so you have so much wisdom to share. Thank you, Dolly. And thank you so much for having me again. It was it was a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Thank you. So everyone, as always, I hope you can continue to find the magic enjoying systems, strategic workflows, and automations for your business and your life. And if you enjoyed this episode, please DM me on Instagram at Dolly DeLong Education and let me know what you learned specifically about landing pages and how it pertains to your lead magnet. And please don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed this podcast and please share it with all of your creative business owning friends because I just want to share my love of systems and workflows and just show you how magical they are for your business and for your life. And as always, have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. You can find full show notes from today's episode at dollydelongphotography.com forward slash podcast. If you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Be sure to screenshot this episode, share it to your stories, and tag me at dollydelongeducation over on Instagram. Until next time, go make some strategic workflow magic.